strapping folks we're gonna hit some drama welcome back to a brand new episode of my pot on paper proudly brought to you by dyson i'm your host orla condon and joining me tonight is the wonderful Cassie delaney we have so much to discuss so let's get stuck in I really thought tonight would be a sleeper. I really did. I really thought we'd have to struggle through this episode and try and find a few laughs, a few goofs to keep you guys entertained when you're out for your 6K walk or whatever you're doing when you're listening to us. But it delivered and we have a lot to discuss. Cassie Delaney, it's been a while. (laughs) We have a lot to catch up on. It has been, it has been a while. Oh God, let's check it. The last time you were here, (laughs) we were talking about... We were, were we, we were about? shocked at Will. We oh, yeah. were we were the night before the Casa recoupling. We didn't know how things were gonna go with Tanya. We didn't know how things were gonna go with Tom. We yeah. didn't know how things were gonna well, we kind of knew how things were gonna go with Will, but we didn't know how it'd be received. Yeah. Uh we thought there'd be a huge fallout. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> but five sleeps later, all is well. Yeah. Everything all is, is well. everything has been fixed. Um, it's like Casa never happened. Truly back to where we've begun. Um, and people are saying that they feel now stronger than before Casa. Well tested. Liam Reardon, your effect on this show will not be forgotten. Absolutely um, shocking and appalling. Yeah. We have some fresh conflict tonight, though. We finished the episode with the Tanya Martin Shaq triangle being firmly closed down. And now mm-hmm. it is simply a line between Shaq and Tanya. Uh, a lot of thoughts there. A lot of thoughts. We'll obviously get to the speech a little bit later. There's but, a lot to unpack, yeah. really, isn't there? Like, it's a lot just, to, yeah. I think that it, it'll be a really, really interesting one for when they observe it post Love Island and they have to rewatch all these scenes. I think it'll be a real learning for Tanya to watch how she has behaved here. Yeah. Um, another person that could do with watching and learning, Olivia, absolutely on one again tonight. her back must be broke from finding problems to fix. Like she is just constantly on it now. And I have been an Olivia defender this entire season. I think, oh, she's just, she's just, you know, low on herself. She just doesn't, you know, know, she's got low self-esteem. She's just a bit paranoid. She's on her period. But I think it's clear she is seeking out conflict or like yeah. not letting stories go. Now, I do think it's confusing for her. like tonight when she was, you know, she will get into it. But when she talks about she just wants to know where that comment about her being disingenuine, which isn't a word oh. comes from. But um, she wants to understand where he feels she's being fake. And I think that that is that's fair enough because that came from Ron and some of the Casa girls. And I think she's just, I don't think she's interested in finding out for the sake of their relationship. I think she's interested in finding out in case it came for the Casa girls, she wants to know whether the public are perceiving her to be fake or not. Yeah. And again, I I, I would agree with you. I would have a little bit of understanding about um, being called disingenuine. Um, (laughs) So bad. If she didn't also call him the same thing like yeah the double standard is so clear like everything that she has brought up like she's given out about him recoupling and it obviously meant nothing that you did that you're giving out that he said you're fake and that you weren't genuine and all this stuff yeah you also said the exact same thing to kai like she's saying to kai that these are big words and like i'm gonna need an apology 
Where's Kai's apology then? Do you know what I mean? Because you were the one that came out the gate saying this stuff. You were the first one to throw a punch. So like, for me, it's just that like it's not even it's wearing thin now. It it's not my patience is non-existent. It's gone. Anymore. It's gone. It's but gone. there is nothing funnier than when they're standing at the fire pit, having to trying to have the last word. It happened last year with <laughs> India and Dami. It's like India and Dami, yeah, yeah. It's like it is what it is till it isn't. It's over. No, it's you know, like that back and forth yeah. is so entertaining. It reminds me of the Cheryl Cole meme of whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready whenever you're ready. <laughs> we are getting oh my great. God. We're getting great pop culture fodder out of it now, to be fair. Yeah, I know. And I know when I look back on the clips of this in like two months time, I'll be like, oh, my God, Olivia was so good. She was so annoying. Like she was so whatever. It's just we are we're being force fed how annoying she is the last week consistently. I need a break from her because it's getting too much um we picked up tonight's episode after will told jesse that he loved her on the terrace everyone's cheering they're hugging they've made up things are good they're having a quick debrief after that uh display last night and will is saying i do genuinely love you jesse is saying i love you too but i'm still grumpy after everything will is saying uh you're Right to have those feelings. I get that you won't get back to normal straight away, but we're going to work through it to get back to where you were. Jesse's saying, I do believe that you love me. And that's why I was so upset. He says, I know, but I am going to work on this. And then Jesse's in the beach saying, my heart has melted. Will loves me and I love him. And I'm so happy. Cassie, what did you make of this? <laughs> Orla, if you had told me five weeks ago, and maybe this is the sleep deprivation kicking in. If you told me five weeks ago that that bastard child of Austin Powers and Wallace from Wallace and Gromit would have made me cry I would be like no you're on drugs you were not I couldn't help it I shed a tear I welled up I just was like oh my god I'm so because I do think they really love each other like I think it's it's the most sincere relationship we've seen on Love Island in years. And you were very much on the Jesse's playing a game train, weren't you? Like, no, I just couldn't understand why someone would date Will. I was like, yeah, he's nice. Like, and he's, I'm warming to him, but like, eh, kiss, eh, God, could you imagine? Like, <laughs> could you imagine? No, I still can't. But I do oh. think that she, for whatever reason, and I support equality. <laughs> we all find our crazy in this world. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I, I support them. I think that they do love each other, but and I yeah. am so firmly now on Team Will and Jesse that, like, you might as well end the show for everyone else. I do you so know what's so funny though? Like, else. we we went into Casa Moore, and I can't remember who was it. Myself, and James made the predictions of who we thought we'd make make it to the final, and this was over a week and a half ago now when we were saying, oh, Shaq and Tanya, Will and Jesse, Ron and Lana potentially, Tom and Sammy potentially, yeah, and then there might be a bit of flexibility somewhere depending. Honestly, that that has held because we are back now to a place where Will and Jesse are definitely going to be there. Shaq yeah. and Tanya could likely be there. Could likely make up. The I think that so. Lost. Yeah, Ron and Lana should really be there now because they are like the furthest progressed couple and Tom and Sammy have done a lot to kind of rehab any you know doubters that might have been kind of yeah and I think they're popular I think Sammy's definitely popular with the public yeah as is Tom like do we just 
is it like Stockholm syndrome where we watch so much of it that we start to forgive all the things we hated in them at the beginning? And now we're yeah. like, I just give them the 50K. Like, I, th- I honestly think so. Yeah, I honestly think we're like, who has upset us the least most recently? Grant, there you go. Yeah, because this honest to see any of these yokes in the final, I'm like, please. Um, For me, it's all about Kai and Sanam. I'm shipping them out. Um, or Oh, come here. Do you know what? Like, I I don't, I honestly, I don't, I'm exhausted. I don't care anymore. I just don't care anymore. They're I know, there's a certain level off. of having to have enthusiasm for the podcast, but literally on Sanam and Kai's date, my notes are, I'm so utterly uninterested in this pair. <laughs> Do you know what it is, though? I just, there's only so much you can watch people be absolute dickheads all around the villa men women yeah. everyone to everyone and just say the most lame apology or, or poem or grand gesture whatever it may be and get away with it and everything is grand and I just think I'm jaded from it I can handle one I can handle one couple having a moment where we can roll our eyes but this has been every single one of these fucks for the whole season yeah and I'm exhausted right. I'm wrecked from it like it is tedious. This idea of like, oh, like, you know, this place really does show you who's right for you. No, you're all just in there long enough that you have to fucking get over it. That's it, like, because none of yeah. these will stand by any upset. You just get over it and move on because like, ah, look, it's great to be happy in here. So we put it all to bed and move on with things. Like, it's out. It's just exhausting to watch. I really think this show is about to crack me. I really do. Yeah, I think it's happening. I think it's there's this a slight is unraveling this is it's very it's it's actually such a funny placement I, I have in Love Island this time of year because there's such great TV around it and like go and like just before it on a Monday I watch The Last of Us and then go straight <laughs> into Love Island and I'm like which is more end of oh, day come here I was missing Happy yeah. Valley every Sunday night and muting it on Twitter to watch it on a Monday to keep up with these idiots and I, I know like, so destroying oh you guys um, we had a text. The hideaway is open tonight. Um, and after the back of KR of Jesse and Will's display, I feared that they would get a second trip. But no, everyone mm-hmm. voted for Ron and Lana. It's their time to get some one-on-one time. Which I think, look, fair decision. It always goes in a pecking order of kind of who's been together the longest, who's the furthest along. Um, Lana is saying that they needed one-on-one time. She's sick of having to be quiet in the bedroom and be themselves while everyone's chatting around them. Ron is saying that he's almost nervous that he hasn't had any one-on-one time with her, uh, which is crazy, actually, when you think of it, that they're five weeks in and they've actually never even been on a date or had any alone time outside of the villa. Yeah, because they're only like out of five weeks, they're only maybe what, three, like you take away cast as well. They're only probably in a couple for two weeks of that. Like yeah. only actually sharing a bed for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, these two again, we haven't seen a lot of them recently, I suppose, because no. they're in a good place and they're that kind of like nice, boring couple as they should be now, I guess. And mm-hmm. there's been so much other drama going on. Um. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't particular. I didn't think that we'd get as much. We wouldn't get as much interest out of this as we did when Jesse and Will went in because we were all like, "What are they going? What are they going to do in there?" Like, 
Will with a box of toys? I don't want to know. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely not um as raunchy. They're like exploring the space. They're finding all the kind of toys and the lingerie and stuff like that. Um, and then Lana's saying that she didn't think it would be them next, but they're happy to be there. Um, she is saying. It's just, yeah, just all go back, back and forth about the toys and stuff like that. It's grand, whatever. Then we get to a conversation that I know all of our listeners were as excited about as us um, because we re- revealed it in the press preview earlier today. Olivia and Kai had a chat because Olivia said yesterday, you know, oh, he's been feeling, he's been very different. I'll have a chat and see if it, if it mm. makes everything better. Um, and she says, I want to have a chat with you after the other night. When I left things at Coach Casa, things were good. And I want to know what's made, made you have these feelings of me being fake. Kai straight away is saying, look, you're happy. I'm happy. We're both in good places. Like, it doesn't matter. And Olivia saying, that's not the point. You've said these things and I was really hurt. Um, not I'm not this is not the person I knew, and you said I'm fake, and that's a really strong thing to say. Kai says, We're going to have to agree to disagree here. I want us to be civil. And she says, I need and expect an apology for those comments. And Kai says, I'm not apologizing for anything, so we'll have to clear it up some other way. Olivia says, I'm not disingenuous. I'm not fake. And Kai says, let's just agree to be civil. Olivia says, but to call someone not genuine and fake, that's not light words. It's rude, don't you think? And he says, we're going to have to agree to disagree. If that's how I felt at the time, that's how I felt. I'm like, this is the only way you can win an argument with Olivia. He's doing exactly what he should be doing. Just be like, yeah, whatever. I, whatever. I genuinely don't think that he knows where he got that thought from. Like, I don't think he can remember. He just, it was <laughs> during that conversation with Ron and the lads where they were like, look, real talk. I I don't believe Liv is exactly in it the way she is. Like, he should be able to articulate that he got feedback from his peers and he feels like maybe the relationship from an outsider's perspective isn't what they thought it was and that sort of planted the seed of doubt like he's not given her the opportunity to refute those claims he just got in his head and saying uh we're gonna have to agree to disagree when someone's asking for an explanation is isn't really a fair way to argue not that they should really? be arguing, oh my like, god cassie i'm so on the opposing side i feel no, like- i think it's absolutely fair to walk away from an argument and be like look i i don't want to have this conversation um this is not i need time to process this or whatever but like if someone's like can you explain to me where that came from and you're like we're gonna have to agree to disagree it's like it's not even the correct response, response. Like if he was if he's like oh yeah let me think about it for a few days or look i that came from here or whatever like it is. It's a fair enough question, I think. If someone is accusing you of being fake, you'd want to be like, "Well, is there has someone said something, or has something happened that would lead you to believe that, or is it behavior that I need to work on?" Now, I don't think Liv is coming at it from a self development angle, but I can see how <laughs> frustrating it would be to be listening to someone well, who's like, "We're gonna have I to." I don't know. I think that's a. I think that's. I think that's very soft on Olivia there. Like I. I I think that would be fair. She was like, this came out of nowhere and I wasn't expecting that kind of like blowback from you. Like, I'm really surprised. But like, again, she was the one that let out the gate being like, you've shown your true colors. I'm not surprised. This is always what I thought. Stand while standing next to somebody else. It's like, you don't get to be like, they're really strong words and they really hurt me and I deserve an apology when you literally said the exact same thing. And for Kai, I know we joke about him being like, oh, air between the ears and all that kind of stuff. I actually don't think he's that taken. I think he's a bit like, away with the fairies and he's a bit of a looper sometimes but I don't think he's that out of touch with like reality I think he knows well that the boys told him and I think we've seen him at moments throughout the series be like 
this isn't worth the fight with the lads. Like when the lads were kind of falling out with Ron, he was like, you know, I don't want to upset Ron. Like obviously he's got feelings. I think he, Kai was literally like, I'm not going to dog on the lads and tell her that like yeah, the yeah. boys told me. Like I just think Kai's like, not I think don't that... think this is worth it. You are not worth this stress to me anymore. And I wish yeah. you would I just wish he would or like even for the sake of TV, like that he would just say like, Here's why. look, I felt like this wasn't maybe the connection wasn't as great, whatever. I had a better connection with Sanam. And then when you came in, you proved my doubts that, yeah, you know, it, it reinforced that belief that I was holding that maybe you weren't as genuine as you said. Um, and I think that you're concerned about how the public are viewing this. Like, I wish he'd just I wish they'd actually all just be a little bit honest with each other in a nice, calm way that isn't confrontational because you can't watch conference. Conflict, conflict why do we do this why do we do why this? Would it, it's like Olivia, begging other people to talk about their feelings <laughs> <laughs> Olivia is saying um you're saying these things but you're giving me no explanation and Kai says that he's explained it already Olivia is saying from going um from how we were when walking into Casa to walking back in and seeing you look smug almost Kai says I wasn't smug I was happy for you and she says well you looked smug Kai says just agree to disagree <laughs> Olivia says don't you get it and he says we can be civil it doesn't mean we have to be friends Friends. she says as long as you don't try and go around and say things to people about me he says let's just leave it I'm happy you're happy just focus on your relationship like I'm focusing on mine and we don't have to cross paths in here she says fine and he says okay it's done see you later as he gets up and starts walking away Olivia is like making this like frustrated face and she says honestly it's like talking to a brick wall Kai is in the beach at saying there is no romantic connection there anymore so why bring it up you've got something else now to focus on so focus on that Olivia is saying you've said I'm fake but you can't back it up why do you think these things and he had nothing to say I just think Kai is like this is not worth it and I do not want to have an argument we do not need to get into this you said things I said things let it go and for yeah. her then to be like not she doesn't get a rise out of him she doesn't get what she wants in this situation he walks away because he's like it's not worth it and then she's like it's like talk to a brick wall like I wish Kai turned around in that moment and was like, Olivia, let it go. Like, just stop. Whatever this is, just stop. It's exhausting. Like, yeah, I just think that, like, the clip of the lads talking to Kai and saying that Liv is not genuine and the clip of Liv forgetting Kai's name are going to be played on movie night. And we're going to we're going to finally have a point where it's like you can't just to quote them themselves do you have to dead this like you have to let it go yeah or that moment where she's asking max was it yesterday where she was like what you make of this couple that couple the other couple like there's got to be something where the wider islanders are seeing that actually no she is doing like i know we've heard from tanielle and zara and stuff who've come out and said that like people do are aware that she kind of gets something in her head and she can't let it go and she focuses on people and finds issues with them so I don't think it would be a massive surprise, but I think there needs to be something where it's like, just to get her off Kai's back and just leave him alone. Like, just leave him alone. And for Max as well, is he not like, can we like maybe focus on? Yeah, yeah. I don't, but I don't think that at the, I, I don't think he's particularly interested. Sorry, the dog has eaten something. I don't <laughs> think he's particularly interested in having a relationship with Max. So like, we haven't seen much of them at all. Yeah, no, we haven't. Um, it's night time and Liv is telling the girls about or sorry it's bedtime and the, Liv is telling the girls about the conversation with Kai she's saying I just wanted an apology and he was like absolutely not Jesse is saying it just shows how selfish she is um, and again just this this attitude from the girls is just 
the double standards from the girls this year are, are it's it's honestly refreshing it's honestly refreshing to see the girls make excuses for all of their behavior but on when the shoe is on the other foot it's just utter uproar um jesse and sammy are saying they're so happy with how things are, are going for them they're all back in the same bed they're feeling happy yeah olivia is in the toilet and they're all getting ready for bed kaya's in there and they're being kind of awkward around each other and she's kind of laughing at the situation um everyone is in bed and tanya sneaks out of bed and heads downstairs she touches shack on the shoulder and then she gives him a hug and she gives him a kiss now tom and sammy spot her heading out of the bedroom um but obviously people are presuming she's probably heading to the toilet um but big like this is this is big like a big thing to do in the villa and if she thought this was the India Dami sneaking out at night into the garden kiss moment that we got last year, for me personally, it was not. This I thought was like, I actually jumped forward in the seat, was like, what the hell? Rewound the TV and was like, what is she doing? Like, yeah. this is so unfair to, um, like, I'm not a fan of Martin. I think, and I, I didn't believe it at all, but like, she is really just making him look like a complete another gobshite. And um the it's just yeah, it's just it was really, really bad, I thought. And I just think like it also made Shaq look like a bit of a dope because yeah, it's not giving him time to properly process this or like deal with it and how he might want to deal with it. He's just um he she's like jumping his bones essentially like coming down yeah. to him in the bed in the middle of the night and I'm not like nothing nefarious but like she thinks it's a cute moment but really she's totally in control of the situation and it's yeah. a bit unfair on everyone else and what if he's not actually ready as well like what if he like you say she thinks it's a cute moment what if he's like actually no I'm still like super hurt by this like obviously he responded in the way that she hoped but like what if she what if he didn't what if he was like that is not where I want to be right now like you've really hurt me I just don't think this was the moment that maybe she thought it was. But I was like, yeah. look, let's see how she handles this in her next conversation with Martin. I was like, if she goes to Martin the next morning, it's like, look, for me, it, there's nothing here. I need to tell you something. I went downstairs. But as we know, that's not what we got. It is yeah, morning time. I think the whole thing is so, so messy. And it wasn't, it wasn't cute. It was, um, yeah, it wasn't cute. Like, it. I just, I found it like so so bad I just thought behavior was so bad and like Annie yeah. like as we know from week one Tanya and Shaq were my winners and like now I I yeah. really really don't want her I know to, to even be in the final like and I still yeah. love Shaq but I think her behavior has been really shitty the last couple of days yeah like I I'm like meh about Shaq as well I'm like whatever like Grant but Tanya I just yeah I yeah it's been sticky we'll obviously get more into it later when we have their conversations but um it's morning time and Ron and Lana are still beaming in the beat or in the hideaway. They had a great time. Ron is saying they made up for lost time. Um, Shaq then arrives into the main bedroom as do Lana and Ron and they're all happy to see each other. And then we're straight off to the debriefs. Um, the groups are still kind of fractured for the debriefs. We're still having split groups um, so that proper conversations can happen. Um, first up is Shaq, Ron and Kai who are debriefing outside and Ron is saying that it's so natural between him and Lana. 
we just chatted for hours we really opened up um and i could make her, her miss my missus in here which is a phrase i fucking hate lana Olivia and tanya are having a chat and lana saying it was just so nice for it to be us it's going in the right direction it's definitely giving boy- boyfriend vibes and there were a lot of cuddles and kisses olivia saying i'm so happy for you guys Will is with the rest of the boys and he's saying, I am buzzing uh, over telling Jessie that I love her. There's a lot still left to build back, but we are on the right path and I'm fully gassed to be back in the bed. Jesse is saying we have a lot to, a lot of work to do. I do love him. Um, there's a dent there and doubt there. So I just have to work to repair that. Tom is saying last night could not have gone any better with him and Sammy. Heads are not turning anymore and I am set on her. She's saying it's just nice to have him back in bed. We're on the right path and that poem was just unreal. Martin is saying I'm still in the stickiest situation here. I want to give her time to think about what she wants. Meanwhile, Tanya is saying I had an interesting conversation with Martin yesterday. He was like, I want to know what's going on. I did tell him I would tell him when I know. But for now, I'm just figuring things out. Shaq is then telling the boys about Tanya's visit during the night and that Mm. she gave him a hug and a kiss. This, um, and he's saying it made me happy if there was any sort of chance um, that she if there's any sort of chance she has to dead it off with Martin and then put in some serious work with me uh, and then she he makes Ron and Kai promise they won't tell to which Kai says forgotten bro and then he goes well not com- completely forgotten but like you know what I mean and I'm like oh my yeah. god Kai like I'll pretend to forget you. like we come on get yeah we got you um the boys, some of the boys are making breakfast this morning. Uh, Martin, Will, and Max are cooking for the gals. Um, Tanya is saying thank you for making me breakfast. Jesse is saying you're so cute. Um, and then Martin and Tanya are having a bit of a debrief. Martin is saying I don't like how you slept last night. It was awkward. To which Tanya says it's all coming out now. I feel good today. And Martin says it's a new day. It's a new start. And she says I have a lot to think about. And Martin says yesterday was very different. I wasn't getting anything back, which was weird. Tanya says, it is. I need to deep it a little bit more. Don't know what that means. Martin says, it's a new day. It's new vibes. And in the beach, Tanya is saying, my head is all over the place. Martin is giving me need to know energy. Uh, and I've, I, not to say I've decided, but I'm still figuring things out. He's rightfully so getting frustrated, but I don't know how to process my feelings. This for me was when I was like, oh, she's not going to tell him. She's just going to bury this until she is 5,000% sure. This was so weird because like, it's like you said last night, right? She has made up her mind. She's not interested in, in like Martin at all, which we've known for a while. And I don't think she, I don't think she has been since the day she came back in from Casa. Like, I think yeah. she got a little bit enamored with him because Shaq had kind of given her the ick. And I think she maybe wanted a little to create a little bit of attention there as well to make things a little bit more spicy. But yeah, the way that she's behaving now with Martin is so bad. Like she is edging him into being the bad guy. Do you know, she is she knows full well what she did. She knows that she went down to kiss Shaq. She knows that her heart is with Shaq. She knows that her mind is with Shaq. And instead of just being honest and saying it to Martin, saying, look, uh, I've realized that, you know, the five weeks I had or the four weeks I had with Shaq are more meaningful than what I've had with you. I tried to pursue a connection. I was wrong and I'm really sorry. And I understand that this may make you feel, but yeah. I just have to do what's right and pursue Shaq. She yeah. instead, like, she's almost gaslighting him into like, this isn't, you know, um, I don't know yet. I haven't made up my mind yet. And when he says she's withdrawing and pulling away and she's like, no, I haven't. And I've given yeah. my, you my full energy. Like, 
that is it's just not true like yeah um yeah they they flesh it out a little bit more at the fire pit a little bit later so we'll dive into that conversation in a sec um Olivia and Sanam are having a chat and Sanam is saying, I just wanted to check in with you after the chat with Kai last night. It didn't look the best. And Olivia is saying, it was playing on my mind the comments he made about me being fake. I told him I was hurt and what, um, and asked him what made him think that. I really op- opened up to him before Casa more and I feel like he just threw it back in my face. My feeling, my feelings for him haven't completely gone away. Um, I came back in with Max, but it was I was still quite torn. It wasn't an easy decision. And he was like, I'm 100% done. Sanem says, you've got Max and me and Kyra together. So let's move on and stop holding on to what's in the past. And Olivia says, yeah, 100%. It's just the things he was saying with me at the fire pit. Like I'd happily leave with you. Did he say the same thing to you about seeing potential on the outside? side Sanam says yeah and she says yeah so he said the same thing to me it's just questionable those comments and I'm like so he said to both of you I see potential on the outside one of the most eggs in basket Love Island phrases ever like what are you talking about Sanam is like it's hard really as long as you're okay I'm such a girl's girl so just want to make sure everything's good with us Olivia's saying you're so sweet you can always chat to me and I've noted this because she has said this in every makeup conversation she has had with girls she said it to Mm. Zara twice when they had makeup conversations and she said it to Tanyelle when they put their like little tiff to the side as well and I'm like why are you why is this your you know you can always chat to me like why is that your line she's yeah I feel like if you have to keep repeating yourself and saying you're a girl's girl then you're not a girl's girl yeah you know I saw someone tweet like they should one of the clips should be the girliest girl and it's like all the clips of Olivia just not being a girl's girl just being totally selfish exactly like she is she like we have seen her do some pretty kind of shitty things and talk about the girls behind her back whatever in the villa but like I think that um yeah I I I I just she strikes me as someone who maybe doesn't have a lot of like female friends outside the villa maybe because of the nature of her work I think we talked about this before and maybe other things like she um She's just like the, she's not building, I don't think, like genuinely meaningful relationships no. with the other girls in any way. It's all and a lot of the conversations with the girls resolve around, revolve around the boys rather than being like actual friends getting to know each other and then the boys being secondary. Yeah. You know, even in the even in the beach show when she's like, oh, she's put her my friendship with her and her relationship with Kai aside. I'm like, mm. well, no, that's all you're talking about. Like, yeah. And I think Sanam here, like, I mean, honestly, the patience of a saint, I think she is literally, she is taking punch after punch from Olivia. Like Olivia mm-hmm. is basically saying, you know, your fella's a dickhead, but also like, I still have feelings for him. But also he clearly had feelings to me, for me. So like, and it's like Sanam is the girl that he is now with. She does not have to sit here and take this from you or listen to this from you, but she does. And it feels like she's doing it for the sake of just finding some kind of compromise and some kind of happy place for everyone to get along she obviously made those comments last night where she's like I just want to be able to hang out as a couple with everybody and not feel weird she said yeah on the date tonight like she's obviously very aware of her being a casa girl and him being an OG and the kind of you know the historic relationships that are there and I, I just think yeah and so it's I suppose nice it's, to do this it's got to be unnerving as well watching all the OG couples get back together now and like watching them all like you know yeah. rekindle their romance she's there's got to be a fear that like 
that will happen Am with I Olivia next? Kai. Yeah. And also Olivia has that air of like, if if I wanted him back, I could get him yeah. back. Like we've got such a deep connection, which they really didn't have at all to begin yeah. with. But like even she's buying that bullshit. Like she believes that story that yeah. they could get back together. Once. And I think that there is like a little bit of a superiority thing there with Olivia I think ultimately Olivia wants to be that person who like even if she's not interested she still wants them to fancy her you know and can't let go like can't seem to accept the fact that like maybe he just doesn't like her anymore yeah um Jesse and Tanya are having a chat and Tanya is telling Jesse that she has a little bit of a secret she's telling her about the kiss with Shaq last night and Jesse is like I promise I'll keep it I'm so happy where do you stand with Martin Tanya says we're talking we're taking this afternoon as it goes the physical is just not there with him and it's making me wonder why Jesse's saying regardless I don't think it'll ever compare to what you have with Shaq Tanya saying it's a really nice feeling to know this place does test you but it does work out um Kai then gets a text himself and Sanam are off on their first date everyone is chuffed uh Sanam is saying she's excited but really nervous she's worrying about what she wears they are heading out kayaking she is painting her toenails oh my god it's so chaotic Cassie it is so chaotic I'd say Tom was in there sweating being like just do a French tip just do a French tip <laughs> probably nudging Sammy and being like show her how to do Honestly, one. I it it wasn't even Sammy I... had the French tip it was Layla Le- Lydia. Lydia 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 oh god yeah, it stressed him out so much painting her was... toenails but like as she's getting ready Honestly, chaotic. but it was so chaotic there was another clip there where I think then Jesse had to step in and help her with the toenails I honestly was like would I paint them for my wedding day who knows like I no. just like wow we like it just seemed like you could them. paint them today and they'd still be there for your wedding day <laughs> like if you ever have it like 10 minutes of boredom just paint your toenails surely like, she was... went in with a little you know shellac on the toe and it's still lasting you know what I mean like yeah. maybe the white top it was... of it hilarious oh, I um, love those little moments Kai is telling the lad that he has no words to explain his excitement um, and then as they head off on their date Olivia whispers to Tanya hopefully she tips him out of the kayak now lads I will say because this was like red rag to a bull me being the bull and the red rag being any Olivia content this is ITV winding us up they are absolutely feeding us as much negative Olivia content they as are. we can now she doesn't need a huge amount of help she's doing that on her own in conversation these little moments where she makes comments, I just don't need because they just feel like they're fanning the flame. And I'm like, oh, just there's no need. She's uh, the comment, the conversation she's having with Kai, the conversation she's having with Sanam are enough to like be incredibly irritating and unlikable. You know what I mean? I don't need her also muttering under her breath to people having her say, just lay off. Also, we got a very interesting, actually, a little side note. We got a very interesting DM from a guy who used to work on the show, <gasps> worked on Faye's season and yeah. spoke about like just generally how he watches it now and like viewing it, uh, having worked on it and, you know, questioning the timeline of 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 the way things play out. Like, you know, someone saying something in the beach shot, was that in response to what we're seeing or was it, was it in response to a couple, but was it from days ago? What, you know what I mean? So it was, I was, I found it very interesting, especially discussing phase season and all of the issues with, with yeah, all that yeah. kind of messiness after Castle more the similar kind of point we're at now in this series. Um, so I was like, I was like, what do we make of Olivia? Like, do you think that she need, do you think this is editing or do you think it's like, 
And yeah, I feel like the vibe from everyone who both knows what they're talking about and doesn't is that she needs no help. Like she's doing this just fine on her own. Um, Martin and Tanya are having a chat. This is the one that you were chatting oh, yeah. about a minute ago. Um, Tanya says, I'm thinking. Martin says, why is it just now that you're thinking? Tanya says, I'm constantly thinking about my connections. You two being in the villa is weird. Martin says, it's stiff, which just wasn't ca- wasn't the case in Casa. If it wasn't there at the start, I get it, but it was. Are you going to give us a chance though? Yes, we are talking right now, but it feels like you're not in the conversation. Um, It was different in Casa. Try- I'm trying to give you space and time to think. To which Tanya says, I don't think you are. Martin says, please, I feel like a stupid boy. I need an inkling of what's going on. It's confusing. Maybe. And then he stops and she says, maybe what? And he says, just leave it. It's giving, holding back. I can sense it. It's proper frustrating. And she says, maybe it's not holding back. Maybe it's just not there. Tanya's in the beach and she's saying, I honestly was this close to saying, maybe it isn't working and I'm done. I'm going to take some time to think about it. But he doesn't even know that he's pushed me away with that conversation. And it's like, like I get I get the time. Martin also needs to be a little bit, I think he's goading her a little bit. Like he's kind of being, I think you know, he is trying to get a response out of her and trying to get an answer out of her. But I think like he has gone from like this certainty in Casa of like, they have a better connection. Mm. And because like the stuff, if we go back to what she was saying to him in Casa, she was like, you know, Martin has turned my head. I have this great sexual connection with Martin. Remember the conversation where her like tenses and pronouns were all over the place. Yeah. And she was like, we need to see if Martin and Tanya were. We, like, could, we could not figure out who she was we talking couldn't. about or who she was talking to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she was definitely alluding to like, she was like, I'm just drawn to you. And why is that? And I need to figure that out or whatever. Until yeah. she comes back and she's like really not giving him the time of day. And she's really, she's really cold with him. Um, Sorry, the other dog has found an actual like Christmas bell that she's pushing around the house now. If you hear any jingle bells. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I do think for him, it's very, very confusing. She did big him up and now she's yeah. not giving him the time of day. And it does make him look like he was a pawn in some game that yeah. she was playing to just get, I don't know, get make Shaq feel jealous or to just get more attention in the villa. Or maybe it was genuine. I don't know. But um, why why do you think he's sticking around? Like, why do you think he's not saying, do we just like, do we just call it here? Like, obviously, when she does later, he's like, yeah, I was going to say. But it's like, this is maybe the fourth conversation now where he's flagged that it's weird and he knows something's off and blah, blah. Like, do you think he gave it too much time? Do you think he sat by and let her kind of stay in and kind of let her move around in this middle space too long? Do you think he should have stepped in or like, it just mm. feels icky to watch it. All of them. I just feel like all of them are being annoying. Like in different ways, they're all being annoying. And I'm like, none of you need to be in this triangle. None of you should be together. Yeah. I don't know what it is about him. We didn't, I didn't, I don't, didn't connect with him at all. And usually like an Irish contestant comes in and I would like, it doesn't matter what I they do. I know you were so like, biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would like, they're, they're my winner. I think with him, I, I really didn't like the way he was putting down the other boys in Casa. And, yeah, you, know, you really, that really irked you, didn't it? Yeah. Two, yeah, the two star, five star comments and stuff like that. I just thought that was pretty shitty. And I think that he's been like, he's been very clear in what he wanted. But I think in, in something like Love Island, you can't go in with that absolute certainty of like, this is yeah. what I want and this is what I expect because it is a 
dating game show at the end of the day like yeah um so yeah there was a couple of things for me that just i did not connect with him over um and yeah did i think why he didn't you know end it sooner when they're in the main villa and when he's when it's pretty clear that she's not that interested in him i think between the guys there's still a competitive element and like neither one is willing like none of the guys have been willingly have willingly backed down from a triangle where there's been one girl and two guys yet like they see it as such competition with each other and that women are prized to be one i don't know if that's their attitude but like you and as well like it wouldn't be really step back you know yeah and it wouldn't be out of the realm of of reality for a new bombshell to come in tonight or tomorrow do you know what i mean like maybe he was like just sit it out wait don't give up your spot here someone could come in that could be you and you could ride along in here for another little while like I get for him as well it probably feels much more like a game than an opportunity to find love as we want them as we want to think it is for all them I feel like for Martin he's still in that space of like I need to secure my spot in here and even though I'm in the main villa I'm very much not safe like I need to play this carefully um let's dip out to Kai and Sanam's date for a minute we'll come back to the triangle in a while they like I said we, they went play they went kayaking they're being very playful in the boat uh Kai is talking to the back of Sanam's head and telling her that since you've come in here you've changed my perspective since you came in I just wanted to talk to you um and if it carries on like this it's amazing it's not forced or awkward I'm just really happy and in a good headspace I feel like you're the full package you're so similar but you teach me so much she's saying I love her chat so much you teach me so much as well they're having a wee kiss on the kayak and then they head to shore for a picnic um, she's saying I'm so happy this is my first date in here my first impression of you was an instant attraction and I wanted to get to know you he's remembering the orange bikini that she wore when she entered the villa and he says I obviously thought you were beautiful and I told the boys that as soon as you came in when we started chatting I thought you were so pure and genuine and I need more of that the rest of my time in here is going to be with you to which Sanam says that means a lot it's nice to have one-on-one time no distractions with nobody watching us they are eating strawberries they're being very playful they're having a kiss Kai is saying this is my favorite date ever she's saying I couldn't have asked for better and then they are toasting to the rest of their time in the villa but also their time outside of the villa cute enough is there time for them to really win us over potentially no. not but there's not a huge amount of competition at the minute so I happily watched along as they had this fairly vanilla date like Grant. I actually fast forwarded through Did a lot you? of this wow, I just miserable. like <laughs> I am I am I don't know what it is I'm just so like I stopped when they were eating their little picnic because I was like mm, what's in that picnic basket and I was like mostly interested in what the crew <laughs> had given them yeah. yeah I was like what is in that jug that they have and then it clearly was cream or whatever um yeah like I just I I just I don't know what it is about Kai like when we when they were first doing the pairings on day one I was like Kai's one of the hottest men that have ever been in the villa and then yeah. it's like that old um old digiphone ad or whatever where your man in the bar <laughs> talks and he becomes really unattractive and I'm like that I think that is what it is with Kai <laughs> for me like I don't find like I I I find him endearing but I just yeah it just I'm just not interested Do you know what's so funny it's like I remember when Kai first went in I was like he's so attractive like he is yeah like just he's so attractive and I know exactly what you're saying now you look at him now and you're like 
I guess. How? But I just can't see it anymore. But and wasn't he totally the one gone. on like day one where like everyone wanted yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone wanted Kai. Yeah. And I'm like, it just But like has has Olivia not done wonders for his popularity like in the last two days Kai went from being consistently in the bottom of every single vote with kind of no view for that changing really so now like I would love to see a public vote potentially tomorrow night as the sooner the better because I need to see how these couples are now falling in the public yeah I think it's all over the place presumably Olivia is down there on her own like I mean that the the chatter online nobody is responding positively to what she's doing like nobody no and I think the 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 Olivia defenders like me even we're wearing thin we're like there's only there's only so much we can there excuse. There is only so much. But like, I, I just don't know if Kai has done enough to get him up out of that three. But I think it would be important for us to see. Well, actually, Olivia, you found yourself there all by yourself. You're not with Kai anymore. And then who else might find themselves there? Who knows? Could it be a, a Tanya and Martin? If there's still a couple, probably that's a, a good chance that they could be down there yeah. as well. If they're still together. So like, I think a public vote will give us a real lay of the land as to like, you know, a temperature check as to how the viewers are are feeling mm-hmm. um tommy tom and sammy who i would have thought a couple of days ago would have found themselves there are back on good terms he's saying how are you feeling after last night the poem he obviously read to sammy sammy is saying i'm happy i woke up feeling so positive that we're gonna have a lovely day i just couldn't believe what happened last night tom is saying it was the most romantic thing i've ever done she was saying it was the most romantic thing that's ever happened to me something like that is just so sentimental he says no it meant a lot uh, it was from the heart and i'm buzzing i found what i wanted in here she's saying i'm happy we're on the same page and then he's like no like you are stunning like you are stunning <laughs> i'm like okay cool like tom is tom i and we discussed this a bit last night like Tom definitely thinks he's punching with Sammy. Like he he really views um, her as like the top prize in there. Because he is. Like because he like <laughs> he absolutely is. And he's one of the only boys and like everybody in, in the villa obviously gets better looking as it goes yeah. on. You know, they all start to like get more tanned. They whatever whatever uh, tweakments they had on the way in start to settle down. <laughs> like they start to look good. But like yeah, for whatever, yeah. I, I, Tom and like who was it last week? Was Jen Morris explained why his his skin is kind of looking? He's looking. Oh, he, he was using like a real cool tone concealer. So it looked really like grey, and it was like settling in his creases. It looks like he's got sunstroke though, because he's got that yeah. like burnt nose. Like I say, as like the most mm. like you know fluorescent cheeked woman in all of Ireland. But like I think he's um he is really really doing well for himself with Sammy like he's yeah. a good looking boy don't get me wrong mm-hmm. again nothing between the ears good looking boy but like Sammy's sensational I just I think they're they're on a good track you know she's saying that they've taken a massive step forward um, and she's saying it's so much effort to be mad he's like I hate it I have so much to do but knowing I've got you back and that you trust me is the best thing and that we have nothing to worry about going forward she says I don't think so either in the beach shot he's saying I went to bed with a smile on my face and I'm buzzing today being around her just lifts my spirit and I haven't felt like this in a really really long time um Shaq is inside lying down potentially getting a break from the sun Tanya comes in and they're kind of giggling and he's saying what was that last night and she says I couldn't sleep I was pinching myself because I was hurt it was hurting and he says what and she says my heart I just wanted a hug Shaq is saying I thought it was a dream and she says it was real it's so hard and he says don't do that man and then she's like I love you and he says I love you and she heads out and this to me is the ickiest conversation 
ever like they're it's just like oh my god someone tell Martin like someone just tell him like if you guys want to get back together fine if you want to forget this Jack fine can we not do this when you're trying to tell Martin over and over again like my god there's nothing going on like give me space like I'm putting my effort into you all it's like it is just it is so icky because we can see it on like one side when she's talking to Shaq and she's doing all that behavior with Shaq she's so definitive in what she wants so she's telling Shaq she loves him she's telling Shaq her heart hurt so much that she had to pinch herself and she's coming down and she's kissing him in the middle of the night and then she's going to Martin and she's saying oh I need more time I haven't made up my mind yet and I don't know why it's not there and why it's not the same as it is in Casa so it is that but it's the it's the the disparity in those two conversations that make it feel like I know gaslighting is a really really heavy word but that's what that's what makes it feel really wrong is because we can see that she is that she is capable and convincing in what she's saying to Shaq and that she is not being honest with Martin about what she wants she should have really had that conversation fair enough she went in she had that conversation with Shaq she should have earlier in the day said to Martin look I kissed Shaq last night that felt nice and good that's where my heart is and I think that we should stop this now but instead she tells Martin that she's uncertain what she wants goes and tells Shaq that she loves him and then goes back to Martin again and I think there's some key differences here and there's obviously loads of other couples who found themselves in this situation post cast and more there's been loads of you know lads who've come back and changed their mind and girls who've come back and changed their mind and there's a lot of there are some comparisons you can make but I think the big difference with this situation is that a Tanya and Shaq were so much further on than any other couple who has ever gone into Casa more. Like they yeah. were on I Love You's by week two. They were so further in their journey than any other couple who's gone into Casa more. They would have been seen as a rock solid couple. I know they had their tiff before going into Casa more, but the understanding was that they were working back towards being back together. So like mm. that's a big difference. Two is that Martin is is not just asking like where your head is at. He is flat out saying, I feel like this is different. I feel like things have changed. I yeah. feel like you're not invested in me. What's going on? And Tanya is actually lying. She's not telling him the truth. And then it's just like all of that combined just feels harder. It just feels harder. I just think she should have told him first thing this morning after that kiss. She should have gone to Martin and been like, look. Maybe not fessed up about the kiss right away, but just been like, I really just feel like I need to take a step back a little bit. Like, I'm really questioning my decision. I know that's shit for you. Like, Martin doesn't have a choice. He's in the couple yeah. anyway. Like, there's no one else in here. So, like, she still has the luxury of being his only option in that she could say, I'm going to take a step back and he'll still be there if you want to reapproach. You know what I mean? Like, I just... It was the it was the lying in multiple conversations for me that I was like, oh, Tanya, you're yeah, digging like, a hole here. Even like there was some direct line, but also like the evade, evading of questions and conversations, I think, was like r- particularly bad as well. Like you said there, like she is making him she's making him question his reality of the situation. You know, yeah. he's saying you have changed. You're pulling away. And she's saying, I feel like I'm giving you my full energy. Like, Tani, if you're going downstairs and kissing Shaq, you are not putting your 100% yeah. of your energy into somebody else. Like, that's the... And you're telling yeah. Shaq you love him. And then you're saying, no, Martin, I'm giving you 100% of my energy. That's just not truthful. And it's yeah. so, so uncomfortable to watch because you can see it. You can see how, like, 
from her, I think she's just incapable of confronting Martin. And I think that she's not yeah. very good at direct conversations. And she's young, you know, she's yeah, young. She is young. She is on TV and she doesn't want to have a conflict with anyone. And she's doesn't want to, you know, fess up to how she's really feeling. But in her like reluctance to do that, she is Make really really yeah but she's really really confusing martin and she's yeah. really making him look like an idiot and yeah it, it's so it's just I, so I'm almost like, to watch. you're so entitled to change your mind like you're so mm. entitled to change your mind like martin should have known as well that like what she had with Shaq was substantial and then he took the risk by going back in with her that she absolutely could go back as we have seen every other couple do over the last couple of days and in previous seasons like he shouldn't be shocked about that right which I don't think he is mm. but it's like you say it's it's the not being upfront with him when he's flat out asking her we get to the conversation by the fire pit where she's saying you know I wanted to talk to you because our conversation ended up in the air earlier um, I think from the from Casa to here, there's been a drastic change. It's clear that there's not that physical click or closeness. Um, can have a good thing on paper, but isn't the right thing. She's saying the glue. Since coming back in here, I decided to not even put Shaq in the picture, not to split myself in two, which is physically impossible, to give myself to you and see it through and carry on with uh, what I thought was there from Casa. He says, I hear what you're saying, but I don't agree. You're putting your energy uh, with saying like that you're putting all your energy on me. Mm. And she says, how? I've spent every day speaking to you. And he says, there are times where there was no energy. It was very different. You were speaking to me, but you weren't giving me any energy. She's saying, it made me feel like it's just not working. He says, to be fair, I was going to tell you as well that I'm done with you as well. <laughs> all right, Martin. Um, yeah. You can try, but if it's not working, you have to let it go. And she says, I know where my heart is. And I've been fighting between my head and my heart since Casa. And it's just not working. In the beach shot, she's saying, me and Martin are no more. I deaded it with him. The last conversation tipped me to the edge. And I'm trying to get an answer, him trying to get an answer out of me. And that's just not for me. He then says, yeah, look, whatever, good convo. And she says, good convo. And he says, we had a good conversation. No. And she says, is it? It doesn't feel good. Having somewhere to stand is also good, but also, and he goes, look, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Just leave it. Don't worry about it. It's squashed, honestly. And then he gets up and walks away. And it's like, I just think like Martin, I just think it's fair enough here. I do think Martin has gone into most of these conversations with a slightly hostile energy. Like I think he's been yeah. waiting for her to like drop the bomb on him but like also you can't help but feel for him in this situation where he's like I have asked you every day for the last couple of days if I'm making this up like if like am I going mad are things different and you've told me that they're not that they're the same that blah 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 it's just awkward but whatever like and then now you're saying it's different it's different it's different it's different and it's like it's it's very hard and it's very hard to watch her be so firm in her belief that she's totally in the right here like I think even if she said like I'm really sorry that it's taken me that long to get to this decision but like I yeah. actually needed that time to really see where I was with with I don't know like if she acknowledged it in some I mean look maybe she did maybe she actually did and we're not seeing it but what we saw was pretty awkward what we saw was really bad like I think if the roles were reversed there and like Shaq was Shaq had behaved like that to Tanya and I brought somebody else in and there was another girl being like well where is your head at like what has happened we would be up in arms we'd be sure, like Dammy, last year I know we yeah. didn't do a great job because of the Irish bias that we mentioned earlier but like he got roasted for for very long like even towards the, the final people were still like 
you don't deserve to be here because of what you did at Casa. Like it was, it, yeah. it really stuck with him for a while. Like again, not here because we're biased towards Irish people. We were very biased. But yeah, like I think that, yeah, it's just, I I just think it's been so, it's just been so awkward and so uncomfortable. I and I, I want to, I want to give Tanya the benefit of the doubt because I know that Same. feeling yeah. of being young and stupid and you wanting, you know, somewhere you want to break up with someone, but you don't want to give them the real reasons because you don't want to hurt them at the same time. So you're trying to like get into a fight that you can blame the breakup mm. on when really she just doesn't want to say, I don't fancy it's it. It's not for me. It's not yeah, for yeah, me. Yeah. And you know, you're, you know, great. And maybe there is just like, maybe we don't know the full situation. Like maybe it is a case of like, sh- there's something in her, something in her currently or something in her past that is making her feel anxious about yeah. that conversation. And that's what's preventing her from having like, you know, an honest conversation. But then maybe we're also giving her too much benefit of the doubt. I don't know. I think, I just think the fact that she could articulate things to Shaq and other people and not to Martin is a bad sign. Yeah. And I wonder, I wonder if Martin is still there come movie night, what they might throw at them. And maybe look, and look, every year ITV sometimes leave a couple alone because they're like, they've just gotten kind of back on track and we kind of want to see them get through this hurt, like get over this hurdle. Maybe they'll leave them alone. Maybe they'll be the chosen ones this year. But it would be interesting to see what what decision ITV makes about what way they want this couple to go. Because I do think it it could go any way from here. They could win us back over and we could definitely be Tanya Shack stands again I do think that's possible there is plenty of time I think Tanya could be elevated to a villain status I think they could do that with the edit they absolutely have if they have their hand to that in the last couple of, of days. her saying that Shaq gives me the ick like, like that'll just it. hurt him so much because it'll yeah. make him look stupid like it'll embarrass him do you know or they could remind us of the reasons that Tanya didn't want to be with Shaq before Casa, which were genuine reasons like and reasons that she was right mm. to feel you know what I mean like it wasn't silly um so I wonder, so I think it will tell us a lot about what way ITV want us to go with them as a couple when we see what clip they decide to show us. I am night. so anxious about movie night. I, know, I don't know, I know how they're sleeping in the villa. Like no, there's so many people in there that I am just like, I. it's yeah. like it's like a bomb is about to go off my own life. Like I'm yeah. like, how are they closing their eyes at night and getting Kip when they know what they've behaved like? And we I'd know be fessing up to everything I said everything if I said anything about anyone yeah. at this stage I'd be like oh Jesus Lana I said that dress you wore in night four was absolutely disgusting and you looked awful and oh by the way Kai I said that you were fucking as boring as Anthony like I would be facing up to everybody like I would be like no, I'm so sorry Will really needs to sit down with Chessie and be like this is how it played out and this was the the conversation brutal this is how it happened and, and I like, do think yeah. there's some good clips there now they could really do him do him a really nice solid and show all the clips where he felt really bad in Casa. Yeah. But we know and will, not and will they go for Ron a little bit more and, and touch on what the Casa girls mentioned the other day that Cassie or that Sammy was a bit upset about him egg and Tom on that clip of him where he was like, I know it's doing the rounds again on Twitter. People are like, show it at movie night. I'm I'm very there is so much footage they could roll out on pretty much everybody because everyone's been a little messer in there at some point. Like they've all mm. And like, again, like we've said most nights over the last week, no one has been toxic levels. And for that, I appreciate this show this year because. Yeah, no one has been particularly bad. Yeah. Um, um, and look, if Ekin can get off with a sneaky little wine class year and still win the show, we are 
fine. Oh I'm my just, god. Maybe it is because the cast are a little bit. They feel a little bit more innocent than years yeah. previous, and they are as a whole genuinely good. Yeah. That maybe Sorry, that's I, this, I know this is such a sidetrack, but, but I want to get your just like a really super quick thought on a slightly different story. The Ekansu Opali deal because I I feel like you would have been were you bet into this or did you see this at all I saw I, I heard about it today that the deal has fallen apart after a couple yeah, of months it was like a year-long deal and after mm. six months they've cut ties but there was this social media agency that did a deep dive on Ekansu social to see like her engagement rate and just work out like how many were fake followers and where her followers were from and the demographic split and all this kind of stuff it's really good. I'll send it to you on Twitter because I think you'd really love it. It yeah. compares Ekansu and Molly May's Instagrams. Um, and obviously Molly May is substantially bigger, but j- j- they did it like percentage difference and like the engagement rate is so much higher on Molly May's. Her gender split is very much what you'd expect. Like Molly May's following is entirely, nearly entirely women and Ekansu's is predominantly men. Um, uh, the majority of Ekansu's followers are in like India, Turkey and somewhere else. Um, so th- they were saying that like 80% of her followers are fake. And it was, mm. it's very interesting. She's lost the deal with Polly. Such a side note, but for anyone who is interested in that kind of thing and might have missed that this week, Twitter is your friend. TikTok is your friend. There's loads of deep dives there. It's I it's love nothing more. And I know we mentioned it before. Dana, like post Love Island, oh, what they do and the deep dives and the work. like Shady social. Yeah. Love oh, it. All the different kind of stuff there. But even like the documentary from it's last year's. Yeah, it's last year. Just oh, after untold. last year of the Lo- Islanders who have to go back and find jobs and go back into Brutal. work. Like life after Love Island. Is... Did you ever run anyone through? Do you remember that thing, Social Blade? Did you ever run anyone through that? No. Oh my god! I think it's I think it's a paid service now. But there, a couple of years ago, you could run any like social media handle through Social Blade. Select like the the platform that the social handle was from, and then it would show you like over the last I think it was like 120 days or something their like follower count, and then you'd have a more broad overlook of like the last year, and like basically if you saw like a substantial growth of like you like a spike. Say if you had 10,000 followers and between, you know, November and December, you grew four and a half thousand. And then January, you grew three thousand. And then in yeah, February, yeah, yeah. You two and a half. And you've not done anything to warrant that. There'd be a, a pretty strong case for the fact that you bought followers. It was really, I remember I used to Very do it on those like small time like, influencers stuff. and like large celebs and stuff. And there was fucking loads about it. Loads oh, of sure, it. Look, it's great. Like I look forward to the six part podcast in another couple of years about like how <laughs> Love Island ruined my life. Like we'll probably be in. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> be like, meet Orla and Cassie. <laughs> they dedicated six months of the year to Love Island for five years. They now only talk in a series of innuendos. <laughs> Oh God! Um, Kai and Sanam are back from their date, and they head off for their debriefs. Kai is saying it was the best first date ever, and it brought us so much closer. Sanam is saying it was the remo- most romantic date she's ever been on, and she's telling the girls all about the, the kind of setup, where they were, what they did, and she's saying we just had such a laugh. It was so amazing. I think there's nothing that could that could happen now to change my mind about him, and I know it's so soon, but that's how I feel. He's saying, you know, uh, we're making memories, just the two of us, and that's what it's about. Um, I've been in situations before where I thought it was right but with this one I know it's right I can't mm. buy this from Kai because he was only in fairness to Olivia 
he was only saying this with Olivia the other day. Like he truly, truly was. He and he said it. He, he's he's been so interested in a couple of girls. I think that like he has a certain capacity for. Uh, like I just don't think he's met anybody that has exceeded what he's already experienced you know yeah you know yeah. he's just like dating and it is it's so twee but it's true that like when you first when you because was enter into a relationship that is a significant one it feels different to all the ones that have gone before and yeah. I think that he's just in the loop of dating all the same people yeah. not to be mean to Sana maybe he does mean it this time but like there's nothing to majorly indicate like I think say when you look at like how Tom has done a 180 on his behavior and how he's behaving with Sammy now I think that like yeah it's clear that there's something a little bit more there for them yeah I agree um we'll then get the text to say it is a party t- tonight with a VIP guest everyone is buzzing they're predicting who it's going to be from the hashtags and they correctly guess that it is Jax Jones mainly because Tom is a super fan, which we find out a little bit later. Um, everyone is getting glam. The boys and the girlies are getting washed up in the bathroom. Tom is in the bath, and then Casey asks, "Is it okay if he joins him naked?" And he gets in the bath. And it's again, I know we've said this so many times. It is so lovely to watch this. Yeah, and these lovely male relationships to ask Casey, ask permission. Is it okay for me to get in naked? Tom's like, "Yeah." The girls are all giggling. It's so positive and healthy, and like, I just, it's such a lovely. Thing to see just show. so wonderful <laughs> oh what are we watching <laughs> what are we doing? if tom had a better personality they would be kevin and chris like i think they're there man i really yeah, like honestly because like, chris don't... was a bit of a bad guy when he came in first wasn't he like he yeah wasn't... yeah and then we all we all grew to Melters. love him but he tom doesn't have those like zingy one-liners or like it doesn't he like tom is pretty quiet and subdued in there these days do you, do you know? watch unseen bits no i will say the two of them on unseen bits are very fun like it's stupid stuff but they are they're constantly messing with each other they're constantly like just doing stupid shit around the place like just make like they were both sleeping there on saturday and like they both just started making funny noises and just giggling like i do think tom actually has way more crack than we yeah, see. see and i wonder I only thought of it today when uh, Jax Jones came out with the recorder and I remembered India's re- performance last year. Talent show. Tom and Casey. Oh, yeah. A little a duo. Little, a little magic act. What's the what's the, the two magicians, the tall one and the small one? Oh, p- uh, Penn and, Pen and Teller. Teller. <laughs> Penn and Teller. That's what we've got. Penn and Teller. 2K. Two, uh, yeah. Three. We, I dread yeah. to think what Will is going to do when given a stage and a platform to perform. <laughs> yeah. Um. Everyone is looking extra glam. They're heading downstairs and Jax Jones enters the villa. For a minute, I did think it was a bombshell. And I was like, geez, we never got the press release about this. But no, it was just Jax Jones. Um. The Islanders all dance and sing along, including Tom, who knows every single word. Everything. And is like screaming out of Jax Jones. Uh, Kai is saying who else in the world is fortunate enough to experience this Olivia then says Jax is honestly unbelievable first name turns with Jax mm-hmm. Jones there she is um, Jax Jones then brings out Callum Scott they perform a new song Jax Jones gets out the recorder like I say Lana saying it's the best night ever and then before you know it Jax is finished and out he goes in comparison to the Craig Davids in comparison to the Becky Hills in comparison to the Sean Pauls it wasn't the VIP guest of all time, but we've definitely truly, had more. Truly, truly 
was mad when he came out and brought out the recorder it just <sighs> confirmed what we've known for years love awesome. island is the Gwail talked for the brits right <laughs> and that is they have the intensity for, okay, Cassie, for, for our huge number of international listeners because we know there's a lot of them right mm-hmm. explain i'm so excited for this explain the Gwail talked the Gwail Talked is a very formative experience <laughs> Sorry, in so an excited. Irish person's youth where for three weeks you're seconded out to the West or to the Irish speaking parts of the country. And it's secondary school, right? So you're like secondary between the age of 12 and like 16. When 20. you're like puberty is at a peak when you yes. are trying to figure yourself out and you have to communicate with everyone around you in Asquelga in Irish. And in it Irish, is... Yeah truly one of the most challenging things it's amazing it's it's amazing but you form these incredibly intense relationships with your fellow Gwail Yuri because you're away from home for most people it's probably the first time they're away from home for an extended period with their friends yeah. and without their parents and it just happens at a time in your life where you're like so you know full of hormones and everything yeah. else that's what it is there's a lot of Kayleys a lot of Irish music a lot of kissing yeah. For North, North American not listeners. as much kissing if you're like me, a six foot <laughs> frizzy haired closet. Oh, I was determined woman. To off the scent. I was like, kiss away, girl. For North American listeners, it's very similar to like a sleepaway camp, except for uh, it's not so much like activities and sports throughout the day as much as it is like school where you're learning Irish. Oh, it's and then hardcore some... Mo Knealock during yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. And then you'll have like Kayleys at night, which are Irish dances. And like, it's really embarrassing at first because you're like, oh, you have to partner up with boys and dance with boys. So then you're out the back of the whatever, the hall shifting some random or paw rig or something. And then you're onto the, well, I was, this was me again, desperate to put people off the scent. And it's, it's the most amazing time. And you stay in like dorms or you can stay in like local ladies' homes and they speak mm-hmm. Irish to you. It's bonkers. It's bonkers. But it, we compare it to, the, the Gwail Talks all the time on this show and I just we have had people ask us in the past what is this mystical thing you speak oh, I of I suppose and the big thing about the Gwail Talk in Love Island is you're not allowed your phones no so phones, you're completely yeah. cut off from the rest of the world so and like, your home friends don't even matter when you're there your world don't, is don't there understand, don't Dorla. understand you weren't there you weren't there you don't get the bonds that were built yeah so when they say two days in the villa is like two weeks we know we, we know fully well. know and when they're falling in love with someone mediocre we know we get it huns we know what you're feeling um Jax jones has left the villa and we heard earlier today that someone was going to get up and make a speech i didn't know who that was we find out it's going to be tanya Tanya takes a moment and she addresses the group and she says, I want to say in front of everyone a message for Shaq. I know when I left for Casa and I got with Martin, I uh, pursued a connection, but it didn't work out. I can't imagine the embarrassment you felt and how disappointed you were. And I'm so sorry for making you feel hurt. Not being with you has been so hard and being being in bed and you're not there has been so hard. It's not been the best situation. Sorry, Martin. It doesn't matter who walks through the door. I don't care about winning or people speaking to me or what they think. Me and Martin ended things on mutual ground earlier. I couldn't even sleep yesterday. I snuck downstairs and kissed you. I'm so sorry. And I never want to do anything like that again. Um, I wanted to let you know from the bottom of my heart that I love you so much. Shaq is straight up. They're having a cuddle. She's saying, I'm so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Like over and over again. And I do think mm-hmm. this was like a moment of pure honesty from Tanya. I do think she was like, 
she was getting very emotional. She was kind of, she, I don't think she was fully crying, but she was definitely crackling. Like she was definitely trying to hold it together. He's telling her he loves her. And I do think this was her being like, I'm dropping all guards. I'm just being fully honest. I'm telling mm-hmm. you how I feel. I totally understand. And the fact that she acknowledged the embarrassment and the hurt that Shaq felt was really, really good to see. The problem yeah. is that she shifted all of that embarrassment and hurt over to Martin by publicly making a fool of him and admitting to the kiss and all in a way that he's he's just totally caught off guard. And as much as it's admirable that she did this gesture to, for Shaq, she clearly has feelings for him. She clearly feels remorse. She has just shat all over Martin here. Like, like hours earlier, she was talking to Martin and saying that she didn't know what was going through her head and she needed more time. Like it was going to always be kind of embarrassing for Martin for her to go back to Shaq because she was going to do that big display of love or whatever. If she had at least given him a heads up, had that conversation, said, look, I did kiss him. I told him earlier on that I loved him. I want to get back together with him. I'm really sorry this hasn't worked out with us, but I just want to give you a heads up. I know this is going to be uncomfortable for you, but that's the name of the fucking game. That's that's Love Island for you, right? But she she does. She just makes him look like an idiot. And I'm so glad that the preview shows him saying, yeah, you've, we got you've this lied. tomorrow night and yeah. Martin is having a chat with uh, Tanya. It looks like the same night. He's saying, you're a liar. You're not sincere. You've made me look like I was dumb. Um, Martin doesn't cause drama, but what the fuck? The fact that he refers to himself in the third person is questionable. But Always we'll overlook it right now. Out. Tanya is saying, one thing you're not going to do is call me a liar. Martin is then over talking to a group of Islanders and he's saying, I told her she's a liar and she's not sincere. And Tanya is saying, no, 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 no. And Shaq is like holding her back. So it's obviously about to kick off tomorrow night. Um, I ju- it, It's just so poorly handled, like so, so poorly handled. Like you say, if she said in her kind of final conversation when she ended things with Martin, if she said, look, it's, you're, it's going to come out. You're going to find out. Me and Shaq kissed last night. I'm really sorry to mm-hmm. confess up to it earlier. I just really didn't know where my head is at. I want to get back with him. And that might be awkward for you. And I'm really sorry about that. But like, even if she was like, but get over it. That's like, that's the way th- things go. Like it's happened. So many other people in here. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. It's the fact that she felt like this was an okay time. And maybe it was, it, it did feel a bit word vomity. It did feel like when she started, she couldn't stop herself. She was like, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And like, you know, I don't care about people speaking to me. I don't care about, you know, winning or anything. All of those statements felt like she had had conversations about potentially the fallout of this kind of a statement. Yeah. So I wonder, did she speak to the girls about it? Did they know she was going to do it? Was she speaking to a runner or production about, I want to make a big gesture you know, were they warning her off? Because you, you just don't know. Because it felt like these were things that, you know, I don't care about winning or people speaking to me. Didn't feel like stuff we had heard from her before. We didn't, she hadn't read yeah. that kind of stuff. Or Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of this, she seems like someone who's pretty impulsive as well. And what I suppose has been interesting about tonight's episode is that like all those instances with Tanya, bar when she's talking to Jesse, we don't actually see her talk to anybody else about it or seek advice yeah. from other people. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's because up until Casa, Shaq would have been the person that she spoke to about like, you know, different behaviors and stuff and things in the villa. She like she was close with the girls, but it's maybe it's just a sense of pride where she hasn't admitted to them what she's actually thinking and what she's feeling and what she's yeah. doing. 
Um, so yeah, it's 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 an odd one. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see how it all unfolds tomorrow night. I just I need the thing is though I need Martin to keep his cool here, and I know mm. it's not his job to keep his cool because she's obviously he's the hurt party in this, but. He seems ready to get a bit hot about this. And I think if if it gets too hot, he loses his footing in this situation because he has a real reason to be upset with her. He has a real yeah. reason to be like, you lied to me and you're not sincere. And I do think that's fair for him to say to her. She did lie to him. But I think if he gets a little bit too, do you know what I mean? And I always think about this show when people get too upset and they get too intense about things, it like, it just makes everything else null and void because it's like how you're how you're kind of vocalizing your issue is not appropriate or is not respectful or whatever that yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. I just hope that he keeps his cool and he's like I just feel totally fucked over like watching it tonight I was like he should walk like if that was me I'd be like that's I am it out. yeah I'm so embarrassed he's, there's no way that he's going to build a connection with somebody else because he hasn't been given enough airtime any airtime he's had has been part of this love triangle thing. And we haven't gotten to know Martin as an individual. It's only as like a threat to Shaq that we've seen yeah. him or like only as like a, a pawn in Tanya's game. So like, yeah, he absolutely should walk. I don't think there's any major benefit for him being in it. I think saying his piece to Tanya and saying, look, I'm disappointed. You haven't represented yourself well here and then leaving would be the best course of action for him. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking the other night? This is slightly off topic, but did wet like didn't they only bring Adam Collard back at this stage? It was like a week post Casa. Yeah. And oh, after no time yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I think they might bring in I might they might continue that theme of like an ex islander for someone, but they're just waiting for there to be a crack in an OG's or someone's relationship to bring in an ex-islander in a way that's exciting enough yeah there's not been many rumors recently because i know adam collard was kind of spinning around for a couple of days before he was brought in I'd or like hoping... a big bombshell you know yeah i would be see and then you wonder like is it worth it because like we're thinking movie night's going to fall towards the end of this week probably mm. if they do movie night which i imagine they will because it's such a draw for audiences um we have the fallout with Martin and Tanya tomorrow. So that's going to be the bulk of Tuesday night's episode. Do they then enjoy the lull on Wednesday, knowing that Thursday into Friday is going to be movie night? Or do they bring in a bombshell? Like, do they do they need to add that extra, you know, fuel to the fire? Or do, do they have enough to carry them through till the movie night without bringing in a bombshell? I think I would like to see someone come in sooner rather than later because it's kind yeah. of more of a case for me about the later you bring them in, the less chance they have, they're pointless. They just disturb things for no reason. Get they need to sooner. do something now. Yeah. 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 Because otherwise we're into like, we usually have the last week is usually very, very slow when they're yeah. all coupled up and they're meeting the parents yeah, and they're all, I love you and the speeches yeah. and yada, yada, yada and asking each other to be boyfriend and girlfriend. Oh, it's so dull. And yeah. if they don't do something to shake up, like we've got some pretty solid couples now. If they but don't who, do who's some... left, who's left that could actually be turned? Olivia. Like we haven't seen much of her and Maxwell as, Olivia, a, as a unit. 100% Olivia and Maxwell. Like, yeah, I think Tom and Sammy are solid. I think Lana and Ron. Unless, unless, and I don't know if they do this, but they might do, start bringing in some exes as bombshells. Can you imagine? Like they brought in Jax for Gemma before yeah. 
And they brought in, you know, um, Jack Fincham's ex was brought into oh, yeah, for Casa. Casa. Yeah. Ella. So Ella. maybe, maybe, maybe they throw in Will's ex or Jesse's ex for a bit of excitement. But I really don't want them to break the two of them up. It's you hard to know op- who would. You very few options now of where they're off. Sure, Casey and Claudia, I forgot about them. They could definitely be shaken, I think, still. I'd love to see. We were only saying it last night. I'd love to see Casey get with someone brilliant. Because mm. Claudia's kind of lost me a little bit in the last few days. I just don't love how she's moving. I do think they're pretty solid, though. They seem to really like each other and like she's. They, they understand the game. Like they're not yeah. getting shaken by, you know. She wasn't really shook by the cast of revelations at all, or you know, at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It could be. I think they need to just do something to spice up the last three weeks, you know, yeah, really sure. spice it up and yeah. save we're, Winter we're Love Island. And we need to make the last two weeks. Should fucking send in Santa Claus if they have to, like, just <laughs> shake it up. Send in a load of Kinnera. Get a load of Irish college staff that's in there and need. show them a good time. <laughs> a couple of people with the last name Spillan. Like that's <laughs> Gassy Delaney. I'll talk to you again tomorrow, but dipping out again for our listeners. Um, thanks for sharing your thoughts tonight. Appreciate them as always. Let Anytime. like let's see. That's the fingers crossed for me and you. Manifest good things for us, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much as always to Kathy Delaney for being here tonight and every other night with me. Thank you to the listeners for tuning in each and every night and thank you to our gorgeous sponsors Dyson. You can find us over on Instagram at MyPodOnPaper. You can also find us on all your favourite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. We'll be back tomorrow with the fallout of Tanya versus Martin. We'll talk to you then. <laughs>